Hello, 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 soul friends, and welcome to this episode of Shine Your Soul Light podcast, where we are sharing the voices of visionaries who are leading in the golden age. My name is Mary Gooden, and I will be your host. My mission truly is to support others that are aligning and defining with their ever-evolving mission. I do so with courage and authenticity as the heart of humanity. I ask that we all take just a moment to create some silence and stillness. Closing the eyes and opening the heart, may we receive an anchor in love, compassion, and grace as we receive wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Joining me here today, Christina Rusica is a number one international best-selling author with one of the first titles that Divine Destiny Publishing put out, Align Leaders. She is a coach. She is a Chatham Kent hypnosis and healing expert. She is an author of her own book, Breathe Wide Open, as well as uh, contributing to Align Leaders. Christina is a leader in overcoming barriers from childhood trauma. She holds a BA degree in psychology with 25 years of experience helping others through crisis and trauma. In addition, she is a certified hyp hypnotist, gosh, could I speak today even better, which she uses as her mechanism to help others awaken their potential and achieve the breakthroughs of lasting change. Christina, thank you so much for being present with us today. Tell us where you are in the world and a little bit more depth about your mission and purpose. Well, thank you very much, Mary. It's such a pleasure to be here with you again in this space. It's always lovely having these conversations with you. Uh, so I am in Ontario, Canada, and part of my mission is actually to sum it up is to help others break through the barriers associated from past experiences, whether it be from trauma, um, anything that would have caused any kind of resentment, harbored pain, things that they've had trouble overcoming and show them a way to awaken to their true selves, to bring them a sense of inner peace, that inner healing and ultimately feeling emotional freedom in their lives. So that's my mission is to reach as many as I can out there because I know that there are so, so many out there uh, that are that have been finding difficulties and struggles in life due to things from their past. And um, and so that's that's what I do. It's so powerful. I mean, that is golden age leadership, really a return to the essence of self and love. And uh, I'm so grateful uh, first to be introduced to you and have you in my space. Um, gosh, it's been a little over a year now and just align, link arms with such power because that's what we came here to really do. Uh, Pre-show, we were really just driving into that about how, how we can stand in this place of freedom, really, when we have unleash those barriers or unleash those chains that life has attached to us um, as part of maybe some of our experience and part of the gifts that we need to share with others, these traumas. So thank you, Christina, for sharing this gift with the world. And uh, I know there's a lot of excitement happening in your life right now, but share with us maybe a pivotal time in your life that, that you knew 
this work that that stepping into this level of being a source of service of release um, to help humanity kind of you open your eyes to it sure and that's you know there have been so many pivotal moments through this journey especially the last i'm going to say oh five years now five six years um, but really in the last couple of years is where action has been taken and things have really shown themselves as far as the direction that I'm to take with the story that I have. And to sum it up, it really goes back to the writing of my first book. And I had written this book back when I had gone through a series of just feeling in this small space. It was, it's, you know, coming to, to realize just how limited my life had been because of some of the resentments and the things that I had been holding on to, the story that I had been holding on to because of my past, my past childhood. And it kept me within this victim story, even though it wasn't outward, but it was the remnants that were still within me and within my being that then expressed itself in some way to continue to attract similar experiences over and over to me, leading me to broken hearts. That was a catalyst of, of my awakening was through these broken hearts and heartbreak over and over again um, until I had surrendered to really wanting to understand life in a different way because underlying I knew that there was more to it that there's more to life than just feeling difficulty and struggle and hurt and that there had to be more and that wanting to take those stories and make sense of them in a way that then helped me to grow and expand because it it felt like it would be a waste like why do we go through all the bad stuff for nothing like that didn't make sense to me and so the writing of my book, and I had done that without any intention. It was, I had pieced it together. And then it was once it was published um, that I had realized that there was a message within, within the writing and that there was a theme that had come up and that there was something to be taught to others. And so I had taken that and then had, you know, developed, uh, that's where my coaching had come from um, by taking the pieces within my book. It was a pathway of healing that had opened up for me, shown itself to me that had created this expansion in my own life. And I, and it was at that point, like this has to be shared with others because when you're given something like that, it's not meant to be kept just for yourself. You're, you're given that for the purpose of sharing that with others who need that same message and that same type of healing. Such a powerful way to to state that really as and as you were talking about it it's almost like for those of us because i want to go back to that piece of suffering uh, we talked about this a little the other day i was talking to somebody about the whole i premise of suffering because for me and perhaps you and some of our listeners there had been that part of life where life is suffering right it's even something that we read in one of the oldest texts or or one of the texts that that they would love for us to follow that you know suffering is the way <laughs> but it's it's not you know that's such a different time and, and part of this new book that that's releasing the revolutionary leaders piece is we have to revolutionize things things have shifted and things have changed and suffering is not the only way or the way and in fact and i don't know that you would agree but those of us that that have these experiences that cause that kind of trauma, like you said, constant heartbreak, constant, constant experiences that were just cracking your heart wide open. 
uh, that people that aren't sharing them and aren't releasing them and aren't finding an inspirational piece about them are the ones that are still suffering. It's I do. I do agree with that because again, it's see, and part of what was revealed to me through, through this, and even during our book collaboration with Align Leaders, it was the same thing where there's a theme with, you know, we experience something and then it leads to this expansion within us. And that's what was revealed to me through the through the writing and through my own breakdown, right? And when I had surrendered, is understanding that there is a purpose here, and it's not just about this the thing that happened, right? The things happen, but then it's what we make of them, and it's how we create them into something bigger, and that is what creates our purpose. And we all need a purpose. We all have a purpose. Like we all have, I believe, the same purpose, and that is to expand and to grow and to evolve into something more, bigger, better, whatever it may be. And we have our stories, and we have all those pieces from our past that, once we can see from a different perspective, that we can piece them together in a way that makes sense in a far grander, bigger way that can create the the impact and the ripple in this world that we are here and that we're meant to do. I love the swirl. (laughs) I love the swirling. It's almost like I can see the swirl of that we can create magic portals with our own bodies, our own beings and our own mind and our own energy and our own presence, um, which really flows along the line of that, that like you said, when we can look at these things as the mission and purpose, the trauma is the mission and purpose for me to reveal this trauma as an inspiration for me to reveal this experience as an inspiration is the biggest part of the mission and purpose can we be the example of uncovering these these ideas these belief systems that that kept us small in suffering and just co-create we talked a little bit about that too pre-show just start co-creating, start sharing vulnerably with one another. And I know a lot of times I think there's a safety issue. There's a feeling of a safety issue, which is why a lot of people don't reveal uh, these these experiences or they don't feel safe to speak about them because of judgment and criticism. But what is readily coming through is um, to ask you about how, because I imagine that hypnosis can play a big role in helping people feel safe and comfortable. Because I know like you with clients that sometimes they just don't know how to even open up that Pandora's box. Exactly. Yeah, and it's huge. And that's what I'm finding with, with the people that are coming to me, that's exactly what is happening, where they've tried the, the talk therapy, they've tried the other things, and have felt that it's still not getting them to where they want to be. And so through hypnosis, it's that it's the ability to to go in right to the source and bypass that thinking, right? Because it's that thinking brain that we have, the thinking mind, that conscious part of us that interferes and that, you know, provides all the rationale of why we can't change and why we can't heal from this and why we have to stay in this resentment and and all these things. And we, we create all these stories and so through hypnosis it really allows us to really dig into our true most inner self and go right to the source and create from that space um and so the healing that's happening as a result of that has just been absolutely incredible 
uh, from what I've been seeing with the people that have come to me and it's opened up in far in a far more expansive way than I would have expected. Um, and I and I truly believe that that's part of, again, you know, the purpose and that's what we're here to do is to use these things and to use our gifts and the things that have been given to us as a way to then help others move through their thing in a way that collapses time, right? That is, that's what we're here for is to help collapse time. Like your mission is the same, Mary, with, with your publishing and with all the books and the collaborations that you're creating, your stories and the stories of your authors are collapsing time for other people to see, you know, to be able to look at some of the, these things and say, wait a minute, like I've experienced that too. I can really relate. And this person got through it this way, right? And it gives that opening, right? To, to think maybe a little bit different and to think in a different way than, than how we have traditionally. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, it's a lot of textbook. Yeah. When I'm finding in the golden age leadership and the, the age of leading with love and, and inspiration, is it's not textbook it's me opening up vulnerably and holding a space for you to do the same and then the miracle in it is that just like you said with the collaborative books or even podcasts or just opening a portal where we can talk about these things uh just in you just like for me speaking about my story has healed me so much just saying it out loud Uh, And if you've written before, reading some of the things that you've written, I think one of the first chapters that I read out loud uh, and I recorded just to to be an example for my group and I I was doing it and I thought, holy cow, just, just understanding that I was able to write it that way does so much for us. Um, and there's so many modalities now that create safe places for us to share our stories or to share the, to open up Pandora's box again, for, for lack of a better term, um, such as, uh, as hypnosis and such as meditations and such as this, but, you know, we have to be willing to, to want to go there. And I think that's the other side of the coin. Uh, I know that the audience that perhaps listens, listens to us, um, you know, it's just looking for inspiration, but you, you have to be willing and open, I think, to, to say, you know what, I'm ready to, to be on the journey. I'm done, I'm done looking for a destination, but I'm ready to, to be on the journey. And perhaps it's a journey of healing or a journey of, of feeling inspired or a journey of joy. But I think for me and for most of the people I, I talk with, you know, it becomes a daily practice of choosing. We have to want to choose it every day to, to, to understand that our life is really just a setup of the mission and purpose. Yeah, absolutely. How would you say, Christina, that, um, I know you have two amazing children. How would you say that really turning the corner for yourself has changed the dynamic of your relationships um, from that point of view? Well, my children, uh, both of them would be the first to say that they feel such a difference in who I was before compared to now. And it's almost like a complete flip because I mean, before I was caught up with feeling overwhelmed and stress of the day and uh, feeling, you know, just resistance and feeling that worry over things. And I would get very excited over things, you know, if I, if I felt like I didn't have control over things. 
and it would show itself through and you know how I related it would show itself through and in, in me not being present all the time that was the biggest thing either my mind was on something that happened before like in the past or I'm worrying about something that's going to happen in the future and never really truly present um, and I really kept myself the way that that it showed itself is I kept myself busy all the time purposely you know engaged in in overwhelm whether it was the work that I was doing or studying this going to school for this it's I purposely kept myself busy I think for that reason right to to keep my mind focused because I didn't want to go there to, to do that other stuff because it can be messy work but ever since getting into this work ever since you know the writing on my book and really diving into understanding myself on a deeper level because truly that's what's happened understanding myself and connecting with myself in a far different way than I had ever done before has then allowed me to open myself in a way where I can now be present loving holding space for others um welcoming in that same kind of energy back into my life into my home and um you know the relationships my my partner that I now have is a loving flourishing relationship that I hadn't experienced ever before right and that's that's different and I, I think that that's a key piece for me as evidence of the manifestation of what this inner work has done um, and my children see it they feel it and so it's, it's just opened you know so many areas so many things in my life not just business wise I mean it affects everything right um, and so that's that's kind of what's been going on as far as, you know, in my home and the differences, but they, my kids would definitely be the first to say that, yes, there's a difference and they, and they benefit from this because they hear, you know, they're probably hearing me listening to me from the other room right now and they take it all in and they do integrate these things into their own lives, which is just so beautiful to see, you know, part of me is like, oh, I wish I had known this sooner to have got them because they're adults now. Uh, to have got this sooner when they were younger. However, divine timing now is perfect and they're gonna get exactly what they need. And I, and I feel grateful that they have this now too, uh, to be able to come to understanding these things as well now rather than later in life. So true, we walked out on my side in that. I spend hours podcasting uh, with my soon to be 19 year old daughter in the next room. And I know that she's picking up every little morsel of, of information and more than that, because this is my belief more than that it's the frequency it's the frequency because when we're talking about this stuff of being standing in our healed self because that's what i call it our frequency is different so what we're feeding through the cords to our children and as a mother you know that's what we're feeding through the cords to our children and so it's it's miraculous the way that we are changing their life by just stepping into all of who we are presently, accepting, you know, taking credit for our work. Uh, and again, standing in our healed self that they get such a huge benefit from the frequency of the cord. I always believe that is connected to our children and our, our birth center and, um, the other thing, uh, I, I love that you've connected with a, a partner that feels so aligned because if there's one thing you can bet on, it's you're magnetizing exactly who you are. What, whoever you are inside is what you're magnetizing to you on yeah. the outside. 
And if you could, you could put yourself to sleep with that every night and wake up every morning knowing that whatever I'm putting out, I'm magnetizing in. I would, I would bet that a lot of people would quickly start to, to shapeshift like, okay, well, I'm going to find out how to, I, I'm going to clean out the inside <laughs> because I want what shows up outside of me to be a, a reflection because it's always a mirror. And if, if there's a lot of negative experiences showing up in front of you, it's just mirroring of what you need to be working on uh, inside of you. But I love that for the children. Yeah. And that's such a good point too about, and that that's huge. It's huge. What we hold within is what we're going to see outside and that's, and it's going to reflect back to us. And it explains so much like that's when I look back on my story and just how it all came about because there was that pattern, that, that repetition. And again, it, the catalyst was through the relationships that I was attracting into my life where, you know, it was filled with, you know, they weren't the healthiest and left you know heartbroken and and all those things and you know coming to realize that wait a minute this is something that i'm it's not about them right it is not about the outside it's not about changing what's going on out there or finding a different partner or finding whatever this is about what i'm holding within me that is then attracting this back it's it's like these people are reflecting back what's in there and doing that inner work, it's like, that's why I said, like, this is one of the greatest evidence of manifestations of what, you know, happens when you do that inner work and, and do the healing and creating from the inside and then having it shown back to you. Like, it's just so powerful and seeing it play out in real life is just wow. Right. And this is the message that we want to get out, right. That this is for everybody. It's for everybody. And the more that we can speak these truths and stand in our power, the more that we can have the impact and help to raise that frequency for everybody on this planet, right? Little by little, we're getting there through these stories and through these missions, which is just so powerful. And through the next generation. Through the next generation. We're doing our work. We are doing our work. You know, when you were talking, I, I kept getting the same thing flow through me. like. It's just like when we're learning how to walk and we keep getting, you know, life shows us these experiences, but we keep getting up and trying to walk, right? And for as many experiences until finally we get up and say, I'm walking. And as you were talking about that, pulling in these heartbreakings until you decided to say, I'm, I'm here, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going to the next level. I'm not going to repeat any of this anymore. Um, I find that that's a huge step that I've seen a lot of people really uh, leap timelines on. Uh, and I had said it in one of my posts earlier this year, like, just, just live as your ascended self. Just claim you're healed and move to the next place. Just like get up. I learned how to walk, get up and walk and, and just keep doing it. We're all capable of it. It's a choice. It's a daily choice. So when you were a baby and perhaps you don't remember it and you, you started learning the practices of walking, you'd get up every day and want to get to the next place, to the next level of walking. So just in that affirm, just to affirm, every single person that has a breath in their body is capable of this 
is capable of aligning with their truest nature and serving that to the world. So good. And I really do believe, you know, using that, the child, the baby learning to walk, we need those stumbles, right? And it's not to say that we live and we go through life without any kind of difficulty or adversity or anything like that, you know, the low points, we need those, right? And it's a matter of learning and navigating ourselves in a way where we use, where we move ourselves through them rather than becoming them. And I think that that's the difference. When we become them and we become that experience, the t- the baby falls down and says, oh, this is no use. I'm, I, fall, I fell down, I got really hurt and this is where I'm gonna stay because I guess I'm just not meant to walk anymore. And then carries on, you know, look at me, I'm not able to walk, right? That's a story that they could hold themselves in or they could use that to say, okay, I tried taking the step. It really hurt when I fell down. So now I know that the next time I take a step, this is what I need to do a little bit different. And maybe they fall down again, but then that's, you know, taking each step by step as that learning to then elevate, evolve and grow from it rather than staying within it. And that's the difference. I remember uh, you brought back a fun memory for me, but I remember when my girls were starting their life in that place, or perhaps one of them rolled off the couch or something happened, you know, that mm-hmm. would create drama. I would always yep. clap and cheer. I would always get excited Good instead, for you. instead of putting them like, ah, because it's a frequency, right? So I always just like, yay. <laughs> that's so good. That is so good. And if you think about it, that's, that's create because it's the fear, right? That gets us when we get stuck in the fear and then we get programmed to believe in the fear and to believe in the things that we can't do because of it. And so what a great way to, to shift that and to turn it into a celebration that, you know, look, this happened and this is good because this is what was needed and good for you and let's keep going. We're celebrating, yeah. celebrating yeah. everything. Uh, life is such an amazing journey, but we all have, like you said, these these trials that move through us are simply for our triumph and they are part of it and when we can detach from the idea that life is happening to us and stand in the premise of the truth that life is happening for us for us to be the leader that we came here to be for us to be the inspiration that is our mission and purpose whatever that evolves to tomorrow because of this experience you know, we can shift timelines, whatever it is. It's always something that's happening for us. And I've noticed just in my life, because I've went through my own trials, I wouldn't be here to talk about it had it not happened to me. In fact, I went through some of, um, some that may seem like difficult ones, but when I look at them, the first time somebody asked me to write my story in a multi-author book, I kind of was like, well, I don't have a story because I had already really, looked at these experiences as gifts but i did have a story because it needed to inspire somebody and i wrote it such as that but it's just so it's so wonderful that how life is really a wonderful and beautiful experience mm -hmm, just remember that it's it's every piece and part of it is happening for us and like you said earlier christina when we can get to a place where we're not worried about the past and we're not worried about the future, that we're focusing on the moments that are happening before our eyes, it's easier. 
it's easier. And the only reason that place feels uncomfortable for us is because the program has always taught us otherwise. And when you can just say, well, that's the old program. The new program is being present because my life has a beautiful journey and I don't have to worry about it. I just have to be present and see the gifts as they present themselves right before my eyes. And that worry, of course, that past worry could always look like just being a child and having parents that say, you should do this for a living, or you better do this, or if you don't do this right, you won't get this, you know? There's some pretty heavy programming in there. Or you better you better plan for your future. If you plan, what is the my, my favorite one? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And just because it's my podcast and I'm the host, I'm just going to call bullshit on that. <laughs> and that's the thing we don't have to know how we do not have to know how in fact the less that you you know sorry the more that you can let go of, of needing to know how the more it comes to you and that's so different from from what we had been taught before because we had to have it planned out knowing exactly what we wanted to be when we grew up and all those things and rather than just going with it and just feeling our heart through and you know using our stories and our experiences to kind of lead to that next thing and figure it out as we go mm, it's so true i told a client that the other day i said i feel like i see you're this big fat snake going into the smallest tunnel and i'm like just expand your tunnel you can do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it whatever experience you want to try whatever's lighting your soul up and even if it's only for a moment and you try it and you realize well i didn't like it at least there's not the resentment of never trying. Mm -hmm. You know, at least there's not the boundaries of not not being curious and not exploring, which I think for a lot of my generation is, I wish I would have done. Yeah. I can't look at my life in any place and say, I wish I would have. And I'm so happy and feel so blessed to say that. There's not any point where I say, I wish I would have. I've actually accepted every part of it as the gifts that they were. Um, and it's just a perception change. It's just like flipping the switch. Yeah. And perception is everything. And that's, you know, we're talking about taking those, those things and kind of looking at them from a different perspective. And that's exactly it. And the more that you step into the power and the truth of who you are and knowing what your mission is and what you're here to do and how you're to serve or contribute or whatever it may be you have clarity around that. Well, then what happens is then you can take any piece of your life past or present and see it from a different viewpoint and see how it fits in with that. So even for, you know, the person that you were speaking with the other day about, you know, the, the tunnels and expanding the, the tunnel, um, even if you do something and you feel that it, it didn't work out, or if you want to call it quote unquote failing, right? Is it really, or is it just another step, another tiny piece of that puzzle that will then lead to the next thing and you just don't know what that next thing is yet? And so it may look like it's not working out, but is it really, right? Because it's just, it's all those stepping stones that are leading next to next to next. And, you know, one of the things that I always go to that I find so powerful is I ask my 90 year old self, right? I ask my, because you talk about not having regrets. Well, then I ask my 90 year old self, what would I do? What do I do in this situation? What am I to do? And I really feel myself into that and, and get into that space of 
you know, being 90 years old and looking back at where I am now and going, feeling that contrast. If I don't do it, how would I feel versus if I do do it, how do I feel? What do I want to look back on and remember and leave as my legacy, right? Like those are, it's a big question, but those are, that's a really helpful tool that helps pull me along when I feel that I'm in that space of not knowing and not wanting to have those regrets. Such a great piece of advice. And to sum that up, I just feel like stay curious. If you're willing to be curious, the, the resources that you need to, to delight your curiosity are, are available. If you're willing to stay curious, it's like everything you need shows up to pique that curiosity. One piece of advice, Christina, that you would give our audience um, that perhaps are just ready to make that shift, ready to flip that switch. Trust where you are and trust the journey and trust that every piece that you're picking up and experiencing is leading you to the next thing. And it's just a matter of time before you're, you open yourself and you're ready to see exactly how it all fits together. And so just trust all the pieces that are coming together, whether past or whatever's happening now, and allow yourself to open up to see. I love that. It's so true. Just simply trust yourself and all the pieces do fall in place. And from those of you that work with energy that are listening, just work on your solar plexus, your money pour out. <laughs> work on it because, you know, it's gotten you this far, even though you don't want to give it credit. You've gotten, it's gotten you this far. Just trust that, that those pieces are coming in. How about one word that you would describe how it feels to lead in the golden age? Oh, one word? The first word that came to mind was expansive. And the second word, I'm going to add a second word and that's calibrating. Like, I feel like it's really calibrating to another, a new level and helping others do the same. It's, it's a calibration of, of just rising ourselves to something different. I love that word. I love both of them. Um, what is the best way, Christina, that our audience can connect with you? So the best way I am on Facebook and I have a private group that I do run. It's called heal your past and awaken your inner self. I believe, oh my goodness, I can't remember the name of it. And I also have my website, ChristinaRasica.com, where I have a list of all my services as well as ways to contact me directly through email. Mm, and if you're in the Canada area, she has a beautiful space. We talked about pre-show uh, for her yes. hypnosis that is up and coming. And so that's wonderful. Well, I appreciate um, spending time with you today, Christine. It's been such a delight. And all of the connection information that we just discussed is going to be in the show notes for those of you that want to reach out to Christina and um flip the switch, right? Flip the switch to this place of expansion and calibration. Uh, until we get an opportunity, my friends, to meet in this collective energy, I say, keep shining your light. Keep sharing yourself, trusting, loving, and expansive in every way, shape, and form that life is truly always happening for you. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks.